Hey everyone, my name is Tim Breeding and welcome to our Coding Corner. I'm a developer here at Social Bakers and we're going to be bringing you interviews and discussions with members of our engineering team that we're going to talk about all the technology and everything that we do here and how we develop software. We're going to be talking to you specifically about the challenges that we face and how we find solutions to those challenges. So it'll be everything from testing to front end to back end and everything that goes in to providing the best product that we can provide to help our customers be the best social media marketers they can be. All right, hey everybody, uh, my name is Tim Breeding and I'm with Social Bakers and here we are today and we're going to have a little discussion uh, around testing and we have Alberto here today with us and uh, we just brought him on. Uh, he just came here from Brazil a few months ago and uh, why don't you introduce yourself uh, today? Yeah, so it has been like now three months that I came from Brazil. The opportunity that appeared to me, so I said yes. I said yes and I should uh, talk to my wife, my family and now I'm here. Yeah, and uh, so Alberto and I are actually on the same team. We're on the back-end parsing team and we were building a brand new application to uh, parse all of our incoming data. And we were getting to a point right when he arrived that we needed to start implementing uh, more testing into our application. Uh, Alberto was only here about three weeks, but he's got a really strong background in testing. Uh, he suggested uh, a certain testing pattern and uh, some libraries to support us, uh, one of those being Cucumber. So uh, why don't you give us a little background on your philosophy around testing and what you find is important, uh, what do you think people think is important but might not be, and why do you like Cucumber so much? Yeah, so at the beginning of my career, I was just a programmer. I didn't learn how to test, and then I learned the testing thing, and then I start wondering why some projects are, were failing, and I see a lot of programmers that they are driven by fear, like they, they are fear of refactoring, they cannot enhance their softwares. So I start learning tests, and the most common thing that I found is that people generally try to write just unit tests, and they don't learn the rest of the things, and I choose Cucumber because of Cucumber is good for integration tests. Okay, so what, what makes integration tests uh, more valuable or uh, get rid of that fear that you talked about? Yeah, automated tests should be, should be like a green button that you press every time you need to be sure that you didn't broke the things or the things are running okay. If you do unit testing, unit, unit test just, it means that you are testing the box separately and uh, sometimes you can have mistakes on it. And on integration tests, generally we talk about uh, business scenarios. So as you said that we work on partials and backend, we test like if we are getting the posts from the networks. Well, so this is why I choose Cucumber because Cucumber has this Gherkin language that we write, uh, let's say, in the common, the spoken language, like, oh, is it, is it getting the, the post from LinkedIn right or not? And uh, that's why I like Cucumber as well. Okay. So, uh, kind of give us a breakdown of 
uh, or maybe just in your words, an example of how you could start with this or kind of, because I'm, I've seen it a little bit myself. I have a little bit of experience with it now, but I really like the plain description stuff and how that directly relates in. So can you explain a little bit of that concept of moving from a plain word description into something that actually ends up being real test? So when we specify a product, let's say an API, it doesn't matter for the customer if it's API or for a socket or whatever it is, what matters it, what it does. In Cucumber, in Lurking Language, we write a code like, uh, as a consumer, I have this thing, and with the thing, I want to get more information about it. Then the thing gets the information for me. So this is how we write in Gherkin language. We write more in the common language. And uh, what we need to do in, like, uh, in the language we choose, in the background, you need to implement a step. This is called on Cucumber. I step for each of these lines. So one line is going to be given this thing. So generally, you're going to implement how to get the thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I execute the thing, it means that you're going to call your API, you're going to call your socket, it doesn't matter. And then I get the thing done. So you're going to write a new step for that to verify if the things run OK. So when you run the tests and the the when fails, like the when is when I execute the thing fails, you're gonna see the exactly point what it fails. And uh, you don't need to test, like you're gonna have probably a route handler for the API, the handler, the business code and the database code. Mm -hmm. You don't need to test them separately. You're gonna call the API and you're gonna run every part of the, the code. That's why I think like integration tests sometimes are better than unit tests because it's more reliable. You test the things working together and you cover a bunch of code in one cycle of testing. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I know since we've implemented this, uh, I've just seen that uh, things are a lot more clear. Um, and when we, uh, the philosophy that, I, the interesting thing is I've actually not I've been a developer that long. And sometimes when you're writing tests, I've found that you know it's working now, so the test really doesn't seem like it holds a lot of value. Uh, but later on down the road, what I've seen is that I've broken other people's tests. And so testing, as far as the, what I've seen is where it becomes really valuable, is not to verify that what you just made works. It's a tripwire for breaking something a few months later that someone else made. Because there's a lot of dependencies and relationships inside of code uh, that you don't, uh, are never going to fully understand. And so it's a, it's a really good protection uh, to immediately understand if you've affected something else in the program. So I, I really, really appreciate that. Um, uh, just as I mentioned before, explain to me what you think in the industry people sometimes uh, put too much emphasis on when it comes to testing. What do we mean by too much emphasis? Too much emphasis like uh, code coverage or, oh, or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, this kind of thing. So, Generally, people don't do TDD, test-driven development. So what they do, they have a programming running, and they, they say, hey, we have an idea. Let's write tests for that. And they start, start writing tests and how they measure if they are testing or not. They measure by the COVID. Mm -hmm. So what do you have when you do it? You're not measuring if you're getting the right result. You're measuring the coverage of the test. So 
If I just make some calls to the code, it's gonna cover the call, the code. So instead of that, I generally use TDD mm -hmm. as my thing. So before I implement the thing, I do the test fail. I ask like, is it the thing being executed? Is the data stored in database, this kind of thing? And the first time I run is gonna fail. So it means that my test is tested mm -hmm. because it failed. Yeah. Then I write the code and then the code runs. On the second uh, cycle, I will implement a new feature and I will write a new scenario. I will make it fail as well. And uh, I will make the implementation to make it run. So I added one more thing. After I do that, I can do a refactor. Mm -hmm. Because if I do a refactor, like, oh, this is ugly. I don't, I don't want to use a pure HTTP node thing. I want to use a framework. I want to use a library. I want to move to Express. Mm -hmm. That's okay. You make the refactor and everything should run. I want to change from Mongo to Postgres. Okay, you're going to change first the test to make sure that you can connect to Postgres. And then the business logic is going to be already tested. Mm -hmm. So you are safe to refactor the thing. And as I mentioned before, the green button is awesome because every iteration or every people can press the green button. And every time one developer creates a new test, the green button is more powerful. Yes. That, that, that's the point. Yeah, so... Um... So, I, I, sorry, but we, I didn't talk about coverage. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the coverage is going to be automatically done yes, if you yes. do this well. Yeah, so coverage is more of a byproduct of good testing practices, not a goal to actually be pursued. Yes. So I think that's something uh, I actually have a friend working for another company, and she's a junior developer, and uh, one of her uh, sort of bosses, it's a rather large company, uh, was pushing her to have 100% code coverage, and that was basically her only goal. Uh, yeah. It was just code coverage, so yeah, it was. It's a. It is a bit unhealthy kind of pursuit, um, and and yeah, it didn't seem like the most effective use of their time. Yeah, and generally, people like you cannot ask it to these developers. What scenarios did you test? Yeah, yeah. People like get what scenarios? Yeah, people sometimes don't know the scenarios that, that they are testing, mm -hmm. and they know. But my test has. 100% of coverage. Yeah, okay, but what does it mean? So if you have 100% coverage by consequence, oh, you're pretty good. Yeah. But you have like by a goal, generally like you don't have like good tests. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, I know just uh, my experience uh, in, in reliability has just been... Um, there are some high-level measures like uh, how many customers did you disappoint this week? Uh, <laughs> yes. And coverage doesn't necessarily relate directly to that. Uh, but if you can really measure uh, failure rates as they affect your business, that's what's really important. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you mentioned TDD a little bit. I think uh, that's test-driven development. I think uh, between that and BDD, I really like Cucumber because because of the, the, the Gherkin language and the fact that it sort of makes you write pseudocode and just plain language goals that, that uh, occur within, within the program, uh, I find it really helpful. So I'm glad you introduced us to that. I mean, you were, you were here uh, only about three weeks and we were kind of looking around for a solution and you came right on board and uh, just led us in a direction. So yeah, we really appreciate that. Yeah, and one more thing that's good about like a 
cucumber and gherkin. And as you said, like the customer is going to complain. And if he's complaining that a new scenario is not implemented, you just write the same complaint that the, the customer is complaining and you're going to run, it's gonna, it should fail because it's the same scenario. Mm -hmm. That's the point. Like what matters is the code should work, not should like covered. Doesn't yeah. matter the covered. And uh, one more thing that we are using here, like we are using TDD for do, doing integration tests in partial STS. And by doing that, we mock the social calls mm -hmm. because we don't want to have that. But we, we are using Cucumber for end-to-end -end tests as well. Yes. The scenarios are pretty the same. And the end-to-end -end tests, generally they are slow. We have less scenarios on end-to-end -end because we want to just make sure if the things are running, the servers are uh, good deployed and this kind of thing. But on integration tests, we test the business logic. So we redo the tests twice, but with two different sites. Like we are looking in the different for the results. So that's why I like Cucumber as well, because you can use uh, integration and trend. Some people, they try to use unit tests, but I think it's too much job. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you can try if you want. Yeah, but I would say you're going to write a lot of code instead of just doing some mocha or, or jest. Yeah. And uh, what we do here, we collect all the covered from the integration tests and unit tests and we merge it. And uh, so we just write unit tests for difficult classes, classes with a lot of scenarios, just to explain that uh, little bit of code that we just write. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, we, I know we've covered a, a lot of high-level concepts here today. Uh, hopefully we'll get around to actually going through and walking through a small technical demo of Cucumber so we can further explain uh, exactly what we mean. Uh, so yeah, eventually I think you should just look for some links down below or another video on our channel and you'll find uh, something that explains in uh, much more detail exactly what we've talked about today. So hey, I'm uh, really glad you joined the team and uh, Thank thanks, for, thanks for coming and talking to us about this today. So. Yeah, nice to meet you too. Awesome. Thank you everyone. Thanks. Hey everyone, are you a software developer looking for a new opportunity? We're always looking for great people, so make sure to check out our careers page.